to another episode of the Exercise Voice podcast. And today I'm joined by our usual culprit, Vincent Jao. And we have someone new today, a friend of mine for a while. We've been in the industry together for a while. I'll let him introduce himself once I'm done with this. And today we're just going to talk about another term. We've been trying to talk about terms that so many people out here have been hearing in gyms, especially with technology, with social media, with the internet, and with the trainers in the gyms also trying to push for these terms. A few terms we've defined before, and this is just going to be one of them. Probably should have started with that, with it because it's what everybody hears when they want to begin any kind of exercise, any kind of strength training, or any kind of conditioning. And this is the term mobility. So joining us today is Alois, who this is an area that he loves working around and just building projects around it. And I think it'd be better if he gives himself an intro so we get to know who he is before we begin breaking down mobility, no pun intended. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you, Coach uh, Cecil. Uh, my name is uh, Coach OTV, everyone, and uh, happy to be here again, or not again, for the first time, I guess. Yeah, we did We did one a while back that they would never really went anywhere. <laughs> true, true. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I am Coach Utivi once more. I am a mobility coach at Fast Power CrossFit uh, Nairobi. And I am a certified personal trainer as well as a certified CrossFit coach. So I guess today mobility is the focus. And I'd say this is a passion of mine in, uh, in all uh, honesty. And uh, the term mobility... Ability in itself, just not to get very technical about it, is pretty much about being able to move your body to its full range of motion. And uh, I'll keep it that way just for now. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome, welcome, Rotivi. Uh, Vini here, and uh, is, uh, we are grateful to have you, uh, Coach uh, Alois. Uh, it's such a privilege. Please educate us. We are here to learn and unlearn. Yeah. Any day. Thank you, sir. And we are here to fight you as always. <laughs> and some of those opinions that you hold. So, so like, we just dive straight into it. And as a lot of information we are trying to give out here is just information to the general population to just allow them to be able to understand these terms as well. So uh, if we could give as well practical examples that relate to, to the general population as we go through this, that would be an, a really good idea. So the first place I, I wanted to begin and I wanted to start is just by basically breaking down these two terms that to so many people mean the same, same thing, mobility being one of them. And then the second one being flex, flexibility. We'll go around the table, but we just begin with you, Alois TV, just to give us uh, a brief description of how you would break this down and how you would define the two terms. For someone who's just walking into the gym and who's had these terms, and they tell you, I'm not mobile, I'm not flexible, how would you look at these two things? Okay, um, I'd say this in terms of the first description, which is mobility. Uh, when we talk about the range of motion, this has a lot to do with your joints. For uh, example, a good joint we always focus on is the shoulder joint, all right? Yeah. Uh, for I, you as someone who just joined the gym, 
are you able to touch the back of your neck of uh, your touch to literally touch your back yeah are you able to do that yeah that in itself means your shoulder joint yeah. isn't mobile enough yeah. to touch the back yeah rather your back yeah and when it comes to flexibility yeah i'd put it this way it has a whole lot to do with your muscles as well yeah all right so so muscles being involved, that has a lot to do with flexibility in terms of are you able to really stretch out your muscle to its full capacity yeah. or are you not able to do it? Yeah. So for mobility, we focus on the joints and the motion of the joints. Yeah. In this term of flexibility, it yeah. just has to do with the muscles uh-huh. and how your body works with the muscles. Yeah. So, okay, so, so ideally, uh-huh. ideally, Kotalo is, is what you're saying. Yes. Uh, Mobility is totally the the technique you're doing to full range of motion and uh, flexibility is uh, this is where you're able to stretch your muscle to full capacity, right? Yes. So, so for exa- for example, uh, if we let's say give give let me let me try and give a, 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 a an example, practical example of somebody trying to tie their shoelaces. So. If somebody is not able to reach their shoelaces standing up with their legs straight, with no pain at all, with 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 no restriction, or let's say the hip, so that would some this would be something we call flexibility. They're not flexible enough. But if they are trying to bend down and they're able to reach their shoes, but they feel pain on their lower back when they do that, we'd call that lack of mobility. So mobility, mobi- mobility includes a lot of flexibility in it as well. It's a, it's a term that encompasses it both, but encompasses both all both, both of them. They, they go hand in hand, right? Yeah, they go hand yes, in hand. And, yeah, they yes. go hand in hand. And like we were talking about, about, about functional training and about conditioning last week and about training, we tend to realize that so many terms in exercise go hand in hand. And and then and, and because of commercialization of fitness and people trying to sell a lot of programs and exercises, we found so we find so many people trying to split these words into several things so that you're able to to probably sell a program or sell yourself as a trainer. But as we keep on having this discussion, we keep on realizing that that these so many of these words go hand in hand. And if we could clarify this, it would make journey the journey of so many people who are just getting into the gym to work out a lot easier. So uh, we are trying to talk about yeah we're trying to talk about uh, the general population and we're talk, trying to talk about mobility and we've we've gotten a brief description of what it is and separated it from flexibility so somewhere somewhere I needed to jump on to next and a comment from Alois and then Vinny if you can ch- chime in on this as well so okay we've already talked about flexibility as being tightness in a muscle and this is not a big problem to try and solve so when somebody is coming in and they're immobile. And you've talked about shoulder mobility. You've talked about an assessment. What symptoms or what signs would would you directly see through assessments that would show you that someone is immobile or that someone is flexible? If we could talk about, we've been using the lower back and shoulder examples. If we could talk about the shoulder lowest. If somebody comes in and it's a it's a it's a it's a mobility it's a flexibility issue. It's a mobility issue. How do we figure out if it's a mobility issue? How do we figure out if it's a flexibility issue? All right. Uh, for me personally, I when I assess my clients, I usually go for a few movements, a few basic movements that are standard in the industry. I'd say, uh, and uh, for example, 
when it comes to flexibility, uh, I'd go for, uh, for example, the hips, which is a lot of people have a lot, uh, not so much flexibility yeah, with the, yeah. uh, hamstrings or the big muscles on the legs, right? Yeah. So, for example, the Thomas, uh, okay, let me not get very tactical. Okay. Um, for example, just tell them to lie on the back, on their back on a platform yeah. and just let them lift one leg, uh-huh. right? And if the, if the other leg comes, follows the other one straight up, uh-huh. that means they kind of have a lack of flexibility, uh-huh. all right? Uh-huh. So that is for the hip. The hip. That's yeah. That's that for the that's that's for the ham, that's for the basically for the hamstring muscle. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So so would so that, so that is that I would that looking for flexibility. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes to uh, mobility and finding out if this client, if this client of this, uh, if this new person is able to, for example, move that shoulder joint, same thing uh, I said earlier. You can test them with the hand touching the back yeah. or hand touching the back through the back. All these are uh, ways to just pretty much gauge how flexible that shoulder is. Uh-huh. For example, telling them to just lie on the back and just on the ground letting that hand going all the way as far back as possible and just knowing what's happening with the shoulder joint so, so, so. Yeah, especially shoulder mobility mm-hmm. shoulder mobility is a, is a is a major issue to most clients so for me basically what i do uh, if it's flexibility I just, uh, maybe probably uh, I advise the client to sit down legs straight and try to reach maybe reach to your toes or in see how far you can go now at that moment i'll be able to see your flexibility how good are you then uh, for mobility basically i'll uh, i'll tell you to grab a pole at the gym then try to go down all the way heels on the floor i need a, like a deep squat just go down slowly then i'll check that's where i'll be able to see your ankle mobility your hip mobility and uh, maybe i'll see if your knee is fine so that's how i basically for first timers, on uh, this is the first thing I do for assessment. The one for sitting down flexibility and the pole, uh, squat, squat with the pole for for mobility. So, uh, so yeah, so we've looked at we've looked at things that we do when 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 someone comes into the gym and we're talking about mobility. So, what like simple things that people might be doing at home or people might be doing at work. And then feel specific symptoms that would show that they have issues with their mobility. So if we look at someone sitting in an office chair, and 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 this is a question I was going to ask later, so we can just move into this as we talk about this. So number one would be part of the causes of, of mobility. We know that mobility is basically if a joint cannot move through full range of motion, you have no stability, you have no control, and you either feel pain or restriction when you're trying to take it through full ranges of motion. And we've talked about specific tests that either show us the pain or the restriction, the lack of range of motion, where both of you have just mentioned specific routines or tests that you run with your clients to just see if they have the, if, if they have mobility. So before we move on to like what mobility allows you to do, I would just like us to talk about on a day-to-day basis what, number one, the causes of, of lack of mobility might be. And then number two, like 
what would be the symptoms in a day-to-day -day life minus the assessments if somebody works in an office if somebody's trying to do something with their kids if somebody's trying to do something at home if somebody's trying to do something maybe playing football with with, with their friends out, out outdoors what would be a few things that they might feel or a few things that they might be unable to do because of pain because of restriction because of imbalances on a day-to-day -day basis you can pick an example from an office worker to a mother with the kids of how they feel lack of mobility and we'll move on later to how we can help them sort through this as, as trainers in the gym so if we could just give examples to relate with the general population of like what what how would lack of mobility look like to them we'd go with you alois coach your team first well at, uh, on your first point i'd say that people don't actually just focus on as a whole uh when it comes to fitness people just generally go for the big weights and yeah all these things they see on uh, social media or um youtube just the very basic thing that's going on so people don't actually focus on flexibility or mobility or just getting to know their body without any other outside uh uh and any other outside source coming in yeah know? um so that's to the first point and yeah. to the second point i'd say that it people don't notice it but it really affects them in heavy ways for example uh -huh. the office workers yeah. and uh let's say the older generation yeah you find it is a nowadays it is very common for everybody yeah. to wake up with their hands on the sofa yeah you know? and that is like the weirdest thing going on now so nobody can nobody can stand up nobody can stand up using their legs alone. Just basically, just to, just standing up. Just yeah. Can't just stand up using your legs. You have to have some kind of support. Yeah. And that is in itself all these things you're talking. I like that. I like that. That's a good. That's actually a very good symptom. That didn't seem direct to me, but that's a really good sign for 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 lack of mobility for lack of mobility. Because when people look at mobility, they look at mobility as lack of like flexibility they look at it as in terms of a sing the single joint they don't look at it in terms of the, the whole body and the whole system not being able to perform a small routine like getting off the chair so that's a very practical example for everyone listening out there just getting off the chair without using your hands as support just using your legs that's that's one of the indicators of how we are losing function and how we are losing mobility when you look at the whole body for human beings so that's a that's a that's a really relatable one. I like that one. So Vincent, when you think about this, like wow, you've you've had clients, and when you're running them through sessions, you you tell stories about the 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 things that they can't do because they don't have enough. They feel restriction. They don't have enough control over their joints. So would there be an example that you share when it comes to this and the, and the, and just guys outside the gym living their normal lives? Um, basically, I'll say picking uh, something from the floor. Mm -hmm. You see most people struggling. Yeah. Uh, this is a basic, something basic. Uh, you gave an example when we started tying your shoe. Yeah. Yes, it's flexibility. But uh, in this case, uh, picking something from the floor yeah. proves to be difficult for so many for so many parents. Yeah. Uh, actually, people who are, living, who are living a sedentary lifestyle, you've noticed that... Uh, they can barely pick up something heavy from the floor. Yeah. They need to be assisted. Yeah. For instance, uh, you've done your shopping. Yeah. Uh, grabbing that shopping from the from the, maybe from the floor and uh, putting it somewhere 
in the boot or somewhere or in the table yeah. it's a struggle you need some help yeah yet in a in a normal life you're supposed to do it easily if you're yeah. struggling yeah so i think uh, these are the major uh, alarming issues of uh, mobility yeah uh, i think people need to work on yeah so so yeah so even like things like taking a shower and washing your feet yeah. and washing your back your now when we talk about the lower back and when we talk about the shoulders like simple simple things that yeah. that again I keep on saying this when we're doing this with Vincent that we don't mention that might actually get people to the gym we'll move to the next level which is a mobility for guys who are training in the gym already but the simple things that when we talk about to clients out there when we talk about to people who are interested in training we don't really mention them and simple things like the gym being able to allow people to get their ability to to do things like this uh, which we, we we use the word mobility for these are some of like really important things that would just bring someone into the gym and and then we need to take the thought out of their head that they need to come in to, to, to just shed off all their weight and have 5% body fat and everybody looking like a bodybuilder. So if, 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 if we could talk about more things like this, I think it would be really easy to get more people to come into the gym, to get more people to start intentional movement, even if it's not in the gym. So I think you guys have given really good examples and, 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 and that relates to such a big percentage of people out here in the world who lack mobility and one joint I'd really like to talk about is the knee as well. And we all know what happens when we sit down too much and we are over, we're not using our quads. We're living it in an, we're living it in, a, in an extended position for long periods of time. It's getting completely dead. And we have the knee joint absorbing so much force when going up staircases, when walking, when trying to climb up anything that needs us to flex the knee. So we have so many of us going through knee pain and not understanding what it's about. And we have them going to take steroid injections instead of just coming into the gym and going through processes that strengthen your, your, your cord and allow you to not have the knee problem. So we have the knee, the hip and the shoulder as big, 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 big culprits when it comes to just guys out there living their normal lives. And the normal lives nowadays is that sedentary lifestyle. So we jump on straight to now areas that uh, interest us all, all three of us, because now this is where we work. This is our environments, and talk about before we we finish this today. Just have a discussion about mobility in the gym and mobility when it comes to training. Now, when we when we started, when I started with the first, when we were talking about this earlier on, you mentioned about guys. Alois, Coach TV, you mentioned about guys just jumping into the big weights and 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 completely ignoring what like mobility is about. So I think this would be the best place to talk about that as well. So. When it comes to strength training, what we've already talked about a lot with Vincent and conditioning, mm. is there a specific mobility levels that allow someone to begin specific routines? Is there, how are we supposed to go through this? If you're someone of the general population, you get into a gym, you see people do Olympic weightlifting. This, these are very complex movements. You see people do heavy back squats. These are very complex movements as well. You see people do kettlebell goblet squats. These are very complex movements as well. Even a bodyweight squat movement is, is, is complex to someone just walking into the it's gym. It's complex. Yeah, exactly. What, how would we define mobility in the gym? Because I know it's different to how we define mobility. There are, some, there are a lot of similarities because we're still talking about joint, the joints and the movement system. There are a lot of similarities, but... We start talking about it a bit more differently when it comes to the gym. So how would you talk about this, Coach Ruti, for now someone who gets into the gym 
and they want to begin training and how would you explain mobility to them when it comes in when it comes to now the different types of training that they want to do all right um i'd say this when it comes to people joining the gym and uh in a good example like you just said uh coach cecil that when you see people doing this heavy weights doing this olympic lifts how do you feel about them do you think you'd be able to do the same thing just like that or how do they go about it yeah and i'd say this in, in terms of the gym situation and if you want to be an, a really good athlete in itself you have to think about it this way as mobility as pretty much just finding out what your body is about yeah pretty much finding out exactly what your body is capable of doing yeah what it's not capable of doing at the moment yeah right so all these people doing all this olympic weight uh weight lifting yeah they already know the certain amount of load or a certain amount of work they're able to do yeah and that they know exactly what weight to pick and what weight not to pick yeah and, and that is a big uh, thing in itself where you get to the gym and you don't know exactly what weight to pick because mm. you feel like it hurts you it hurts yourself or you feel like that is too little or you never no one ever knows yeah so if you're able to understand your body in the term of ah this shoulder of mine is this shoulder joint of mine strong enough to hold weight overhead yeah you know? then you're able to know what kind of weight you need, you need to start with or whatever exercise you need to start with. Yeah. If you feel like, oh, my hip has a problem, there's yeah. no need of going to do heavy uh, weights on the back. There's yeah. no need to do heavy exercises uh, that will hurt your back or your hips. There's no point of that because you already, you already know a hip has a problem. Yeah. So it's all about the awareness of your body and just being able to know what your body is able to do and not able to do. So uh, to second uh, uh, to second coach Alois say that uh, mobility is so important that uh, uh it should be part of your warm up uh-huh. you should warm up differently a warm up should not only be workouts that mimic what you do but should be the bigger part of it will be mobility yeah i think this is the best thing uh, like uh, an year ago i used to have a uh, and yeah, I used to have an injury. You mentioned yeah. about knee. Yeah. I used to have a, I got a knee injury doing pistols. And yeah. I got a shoulder injury doing overhead sports. Uh-huh. So I thought I need a surgery. Or so I thought, that's what I thought. Eh? But I enrolled for a yoga class for mobility for a month. Yeah. It, it worked wonders. Yeah. It worked wonders. I came back stronger. And uh, nowadays my warm-up is part of the, mobility is part of my warm-up. Yeah. I have 15, 20 minutes of my warm-up doing mobility. Yeah. If it's not mobility, I'll be it's either mobility with band or mobility without band. Yeah. So I've realized this way, we are able to eliminate injuries and uh, to prime well for the workout. So me, I'll advise guys uh, before any heavy lifting or compound lifting, any functional training or whatever you're doing. Yeah. Please, I think uh, you should you should try mobility as you warm up first. Yeah. So so I. I like I like what both of you have said because they just tie into each other. So I'll give my opinion because I'd just like to understand better what you've said and maybe break it down for guys who are listening to this a bit more as well. So Coach Rutivi, you've talked about awareness. Just being being aware of 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 issues that you might have, being aware of the weight you're supposed to carry, being aware of if you're able to perform a specific movement. And Coach Vincent, you've talked about specific routines and exercises that help 
prime your body your help your body move through these ranges of motion and and help your body grow into these types of training so if yeah if i could get it right you guys number one just say like for guys who come into the kind of setups that you work with taking them through a test and an assessment that allows them to know where they are and prescribing specific exercises to them to to help them start their journey or to help them get into these movements is something that is important uh, to coach Alois. So the assessment, the, according to your, your 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 what you said about awareness. So awareness is all about creating tests and assessments and maybe running them through a consult session to just help them understand their bodies a lot more and to just help them get the awareness because when they're coming in they're completely green they don't understand what they're going to do so True. the the assessments exactly. just me- the assessments are just meant to help them get an idea of their awareness and now to you coach vincent once they already have awareness like for you once you already have awareness now these exercises that you're talking about with resistant bands without resistant bands now these are exercises just that just basically prime and prepare the body to to move into now these more complex kinds of movements. So, so for some for any, for anybody listening out here, like what is important is number one, do you know your body? Do you know what you're capable of doing? Do you know what you're not capable of doing? And do you have a, an exercise plan that involves movements that will make you able to do all this? So that's what we're trying to mention in a nutshell. Like mobility is is a continuous process of assessing and reassessing and putting yourself in positions to be able to perform better so for example i'm coming in and i want to be able to barbell back squat alois now we're going into the assessment area because you're you're showing so much interest in this so i'm i, I walk into the i walk into the gym and i i want to to do a barbell back squat what what would be how would you assess me to be able to 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 either check me into doing that barbell squat or to be able to cancel me and tell me no you need to go to a lesser version of this and 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 if you could tell us the lesser what a lesser version of a barbell back squat tell me the things that would qualify me then tell me the things that might not qualify me and now you could tell us what a, a lesser version of that is and how to grow into a back squat in a, in, a, in a nutshell if you could do that in a very simple way, I'd go back to what Vinny said earlier. Yeah. And I'll just ask them a very simple uh, request for them to just pretty much uh, squat down without yeah. anything. Just squat down in a very natural way. Just, uh, yeah. just as it is. Yeah. yeah. And that is how I'd be able to assess and know, okay, so this is where we'd be ready, this is where we should start and this is what we should not do. Yeah. You know? So, So how would you what for example you told me okay go down into a basic back squat and uh, what one two or three things would disqualify disqualify me when i do a back squat so i've just done my back squat you've told me no what makes you tell me no i can't do a barbell squat right so uh going back to my example of when i've told you to squat down yeah i'd be able to see first of all where's your chest at for yeah. example when you're squatting down where does your chest fall down to the ground or yeah you keep your chest up high yeah so are your yeah. hips able to go below the knees yeah. or do you use half squat yeah how is your squat like 
yeah. your ankles, toes, are they able to go all the way down to get to their full range of motion for that particular sport yeah. or not? Yeah. And then I'll be able to gauge you and know whatever's happening with ankles, whatever's happening with the knees. For example, many of us in relation to the knee have this thing called the vagus knee, yeah. which is what we call the knocked when your when your knees fall in when you're squatting down you see those knees come in yeah yes yes when you're squatting down you see those knees come in and i'll be able to uh, pretty much know yes you lack mobility and also flexibility on the knee joint yeah you know? and those are the pretty much the steps i'll be able to take and know what's happening with your body yeah so if you tell me yes now if we could go through this really fast if you tell me yes uh, you're able to do everything that you're supposed to do well. Your knees are not caving in. Your chest is not falling down. You're able to go all the way down with your heels remaining on the ground. I've I've checked all these boxes, and 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 now you've told me yes. Now how is what would be a simple process of now getting to the bar, to the barbell and being able to do that back squat? Uh, would you clarify that question? So yeah, so I'm, 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 you've, you've run me through the squat and I'm able to do the squat and I'm able to check all the boxes. So what would be the, would you just throw me straight to onto the barbell? What would be, a, would I just start loading weights onto the barbell? Is there a process towards getting stronger that, and still maintaining that mobility or and still maintaining the ability to be able to still check all those boxes? I think uh, I, I think I get your I get your question, Coach uh, Sisi. Uh huh. Let's go, Vincent. I think uh, I can. What uh, you can I I can get you to the PVC if you're comfortable with the PVC. If your back is straight and your chest out when you're coming up and down, and uh, you are in control of the movement, I'll get you to an empty bar. If you use the empty bar uh, in a and uh, your movement is perfect, then I think you can. Uh, I'll give you a green light to go ahead. Right, that, think, yeah, I like that. That's 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 interesting. And I think now when we started talking about the barbell, Alois was like, "Yo, I don't get people to the barbell. That's strength work." <laughs> and and Vincent got to jump in, and that's exactly <laughs> like the barbell is not my job. That's exactly what I was looking for because. <laughs> <laughs> even as we look at that barbell like the the pipe was exactly what i was looking for because even as we managed to yeah the, the pvc pipe that you talked about even as we managed to t check all those boxes when it comes to a basic squat we still have to test mobility yes. when it comes to having something loaded onto your body and you moving with it because we know the whole dynamics of biomechanics changes the moment you have a bar on your back so even as we look exactly. to just exactly for every for every level that we step into, we have to maintain mobility and we have to assess mobility. And and that is exactly what I was looking for. And so for for guys out there who are the general population, we've looked at specific signs and symptoms that you might face on your day to day life uh, when it comes to lack of mobility. And that is pain and that is inability to do the small basic things because because of lack of control and stability and lack of the necessary exactly lack of the necessary strength that you need to do this and this would just be an indicator of you to just start going through intentional movement to be able to strengthen yourself to be able to cancel out any imbalances that you have and we've now just talked about guys in the gym and 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 and, and we've also talked about tests that specifically show you if you're capable of moving through 
different levels of training or different levels of strength training or whatever kind of training you're dealing with. So ideally, we're just saying that mobility is something that moves across the spectrum as you move, whether you're living a sedentary lifestyle and you're not training and 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 you're just at home and you're just doing what you're doing or you're in a gym and you're trying to improve your strength and you're trying to progress your conditioning you have to go through specific tests that show you if you're able to push yourself and go through specific training that allows you to push yourself so that's basically what we've been looking at today and because we are running out of time we'll leave it at this and we might be able to have another conversation around this as well because i think we've made it a lot more clear compared to how people understand it but it's something that needs a bit more conversation especially when it comes to now the different kinds of training when we talk about something like crossfit the 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 shirt that we have Vincent wearing with us today there's different kinds of requirement of mobility there's different kinds kinds of of requirement for mobility when it comes to about so to, when it comes to so many things that we do in gyms nowadays and at some point in time this is a conversation that we're going to have as we still try to just break down the simple terms in the gym and make guys understand and if you guys get any more questions with regards to this you can throw them in as part of discussions so we can answer this from a perspective of guys coming into the gym as well and guys of the gen- guys in the general population who are just at home and would like to improve their mobility so we look at this in a much more detailed way when we get to do more and more of this and Coach Rutivi, thanks for joining us today. Coach Vincent, a pleasure as always. We will leave this at here. We, we are, we, we'll leave this here today. And again, thanks guys for joining us, for joining me today. It's just because we we're running out of time, this was going to go on for a lot longer. And hope, let's see how this comes out. Let's see the response that we get and the comments that we get from this. And hopefully we're able to build up another conversation around this based on the one, two, three points of feedback that we get from this. Thank you guys for joining and we sign out in three, two. Thank you guys. See you around next time for another one.